Welcome to the Serious Social podcast, created by the straight-talking social media experts at Immediate Future. If you're not using sound in your social media, you're leaving your brand on mute. This episode was recorded live on Facebook on Friday the 3rd of July 2020. What have you listened to today? Music? The sound of emails landing in your inbox? A podcast maybe? And right now, you're listening to me. With social, we're used to tapping, swiping and watching, but do we always listen? It seems that audio is booming right now, so we're going to explore sound in social media today. We don't need a physical stage to make a noise. Social media is an opportunity to turn up your brand volume and incorporating sound into your strategy can really elevate your brand resonance. Music and sound can trigger powerful images in the prefrontal cortex, that's this bit of the brain just behind the forehead, um, and a mental movie starts playing in our head, calling on memories of people, places and things. It's been observed that Alzheimer's patients who experience severe memory loss can recall songs and music from a long time ago. And it's because the prefrontal cortex is one of the last parts of the brain to deteriorate. It's strong and memory is linked strongly to emotion. As we know, to create brand recall, we need to be memorable, therefore focus on emotion. Katie Howells actually recorded a video and podcast on this topic, which you can find on our website if you want to get social emotional. We can't ignore the rise of voice search and voice activated devices in our homes either. Current statistics show that 41% of adults use voice search at least once a day. And in 2020, more than half of all smartphone users will engage with voice technology on their device. And when we're not talking to our devices, we're listening through them. DAB and streaming is on the up and people are discovering that coming away from a screen might actually be preferable. For example, let's look at podcasting. You might be watching this live on social or you might be consuming it as a podcast. And why did we start a podcast? Well, it had been on our cards for some months actually, but when the UK went into lockdown and we were unable to film our marketing content together, it became a real priority. Brandwatch have reported that in April, 39,000 people mentioned their own podcasts in social posts, which was a 41% increase year on year. So marketers could be driving the increase due to COVID, but aside from that, podcasts are a great stream of content to reach your audience. It may be that they can't access a screen during the day to watch or that they have to travel for some reason. And it's really not just marketers podcasting. Um, It's easy for anyone to become a podcaster these days with minimal equipment and about any topic you like. During the pandemic so far, arts has been the big topic um, at over 6,000 being created, followed by sports, business, TV and film, news and politics and music, each at over 3,000 created. I mean, quite a lot of them might be bored celebrities with nothing better to do, but that really means there is something for everyone. In August 2019, Ofcom showed that over 7 million people listened to podcasts That's one in eight people and 24% up from 2018. I have no doubt that this year in August, the Ofcom results will be even higher. So whether you're a brand who can invest in soundproofing and fancy mics, or you're substituting with some cushions, duvets and a mic with a sock on it, it could be worth expanding into podcasting. 
But a few considerations for your you brand marketers who are listening though. First, while you can easily get into it with minimal investment, it's worth trying to get your audio to the highest quality possible and without any background noise. And yes, that's why I have a sock over an SM58 mic and I've taped a camping mat to my wall behind me. Second, if you are a brand, make sure that you think about the podcast name, series and visual brand. Don't half-arse it, it will take a bit of time, but once it's set up, the regular output becomes really easy. Thirdly, you'll need to promote it. It's the same as a blog post or a new product. You'll get some organic traffic once you're listed on all the podcast feeds, but it's unlikely to take off unless you build a campaign around it. Talking of feeds, something we discovered when launching was the variety of feeds that you you can subscribe to. We use a hosting service by Buzzsprout, other services are available, um, and this allows us to submit our RSS feed to multiple podcast directories. I think there's nine or ten. And the landscape's evolving really quickly. Um, We can see that since Spotify invested millions of dollars in software for podcasting in 2019, and they're now signing exclusive deals with the Joe Rogan Experience and Kim Kardashian West. Personally, my podcast subscriptions vary from comedy and lifestyle through to digital marketing, Um, and I'm often surprised by the length of podcasts. It's all down to personal preference, of course, and how much space in your life you have to listen. But some seem very long to me. Uh, I'm used to consuming long-form fiction in audiobooks or binging TV shows, so I find the ideal podcast length is around 30 minutes or under. In contrast, some podcasts are under 10 minutes long. That's definitely classed as snackable content and certainly hitting the trend for microblogging. It might not be obvious, but microblogging has been on the rise for quite a few years now. YouTube vloggers' content is prevalent and regular, and I'm always reminded of the hashtag storytime theme that Vine users adopted with gusto back in the day. In the same vein, the story format found on Facebook and Instagram is now beginning to roll out on other platforms. But what about audio-only microblogging? Well, for this, Twitter has just come to the rescue with audio tweets. Limited to 140 seconds and currently rolling out on iOS only in the UK, I'm slightly sceptical about take-up for this. Uh, We create audiograms fairly regularly for ourselves and our clients because the mix of audio and visual really captures attention when creating video might be out of reach. To be fair, the audio tweet does generate a cute visual automatically and I do quite like the function that if you record past 140 seconds it'll create a thread of posts. That's quite nice. But Twitter isn't the only one shoring up a stake in audio only tech. Facebook are reportedly testing a chat app just for audio in the States to add to their growing portfolio of WhatsApp, Rooms, Messenger and more. Oh and PS have you spotted that you can now record the pronunciation of your name on your LinkedIn profile? I love that. So let's go back to the why and the how of using sound in social. There are many ways to do this. Audio branding largely goes unnoticed, but when you really listen, you'll pick up on it. If I make this sound, bum, 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 can you tell me the brand? Intel. In fact, did you know that 90% of the world's audience recognise that sound? Crazy. And how about, ba-da-ba-ba-ba, I'm loving it. That's McDonald's. These are examples of Sonic logos and not every brand 
is going to need a Sonic logo. In fact, trying to start there would be a mistake, much like defining your whole visual brand with just your visual logo. But developing a Sonic identity um, or your sound DNA could really help to build long-term brand in the same way that visual identity does. I recently listened to a podcast about Siemens who worked with an agency who to develop a new sound for their brand. One of their aims was to ensure the audience fully understood that they were a digital company. Um, the final sound was therefore a digital gradient. So it started off with a piano, which is more analog, merging into an electric string sound, digital, and incorporating a human vocal sound to humanize the brand. This of course took months of work, but get it right, and it lasts forever. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. It's not just music though. Um, are you using sound effects? Think about ads for fizzy drinks or alcohol. Watching an ad like this, we expect the visual to give us cues and tell us how hot or cold the drink is with maybe condensation or steam and maybe how it will make us feel, energized or relaxed. But what about the sounds? If it's a can of drink, you might hear the st and the glug, 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 glug in these ads. And while you might not be consciously paying attention, they will immediately create a brain picture with emotions around refreshment. Food and drink brands spend particular time on this to elevate our experience in ads. And in fact, we incorporate it into our creatives for mission wraps. And now you're wondering what sound a tortilla wrap makes. Well, okay, not the wrap itself, but how about the squeeze of a lemon over a taco or the crunch of a nacho chip? On social, sound in our creatives is not used every time, but when we're creating stories or recipe videos that naturally lend themselves to sound on consumption, we've seen engagement rates which are much higher in those with sound effects than those without. We're storytelling, effectively, in a much more full way than a visual only can achieve. And we do, of course, have faith in our understanding of marketing that consuming creative with sound will help our audience remember the product. If you're interested in using sound effects, then we can help. We regularly speak to voiceover artists and brief them on unique sounds for our clients, but that's not the only way. Though they are limited, both YouTube and Facebook do in fact have an audio library, royalty-free, that creators can use, so there's really no excuse to ignore audio. So let's recap. First, audio matters. It matters because our brains need audio and visual to create the strongest memories. Secondly, there are lots of ways to take advantage of audio and social media. With podcasting, creating audiograms for your social visuals, maybe by using audio tweets. And thirdly, getting sound in your social is not beyond your reach. Okay, so you might not spend months developing a sonic logo, but choosing the right music by tone and mood and sourcing sound effects is a step worth taking. If you're after more know-how to break the social boring, subscribe now and check out the show notes for links to our website and social profiles.